Welcome back to the Rise Podcast. I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys. We are recording this pretty late and our brains are a little all over the place. Yeah, neither one of us uh, functions well later at night. So (laughs) it will be entertaining for you guys on your end. And you know, at this point, like I always say... When our mind gets out of the way, Holy Spirit just comes through. So exactly. I'm believing it's going to be some pretty good stuff. Yes, you're going to get some great pieces of revelation. Amen. And and all that in and today's episode. But it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. It's a really good topic and we are excited to dive into it. But before we do, let's break the ice. Yes. As always, we want to do a little icebreaker, just help you guys get to know us a little bit better. Um, and today we want to do, share our current go-to song, like a song that's been on mm-hmm. repeat lately. Right. And I think I can say this for both of us, um, we hyperfixate on certain songs. Mm-hmm. So once a song gets stuck in our head um it will be playing for about two weeks straight until yeah until completely sick of it until we're changing that up yeah and right now for me the song that i've just been listening to is called he loved me first by habitation worship and this song has gotten me through so many early morning shifts where i'm just like jesus just (laughs) take it all (laughs) take my mind, I'm just, the only way I get through is just by worshiping him and just having him take the wheel because mm-hmm. um, I don't function that well that early. So it's by the grace of God and just by mm-hmm. worship. And that song truly just, just blessed me. Mm-hmm. And I heard it for the first time today and it's it's a really good song. Yeah. yeah. No. And, it's and, great. And it's, I think it's fairly newer, I would say, from... At least for me. Uh, I'm not sure. It was... You played it for me in the car today, so... It's my first time hearing it. I don't know when it came out, but... Okay. <laughs> it's a good song, nevertheless. It's, it's newer to me. I've never heard the band before, but I would suggest check them out. They are an absolute blessing. So, Habitation Worship. He loved me first. Praise God. <laughs> um, for me, I... Okay, I just have had an artist on repeat, to be honest, Jervis Campbell is currently my favorite artist. I love pretty much every single one of his songs. I haven't listened to one that I don't like. His music is just such a vibe. It's so good. Um, But the song specifically that's been on repeat for me is called People by Jervis Campbell. I I just love that song. It's really good. Uh, I heard it recently, actually. I had his, his album on shuffle. And it just started playing, and now I listen to it on repeat. So, People by Jervis Campbell. Jervis Campbell in general. Any of his songs, Conquer Wrong With Them. You really can't, you know. Mm -mm. Most of his songs are just on my, like, general playlist. Mm -hmm. And they just flood. I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. He will for always and ever and ever. I want to see him so, like, see him live so badly. I just come yes. to Colorado, please. Peace and thank you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay, well, on that note. Amen. Well, now that you guys know a little bit of our music taste and mm-hmm. you can look into it for yourself, let's dive into our topic, which mm-hmm. is a really big lie that the Bible is not important. 
Yes, and this slide just really makes me just irk inside. I just go, mm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to let you even question that. Because the thing is, guys, um, as if you're saying the Bible is not important, then you're saying God's not important. Yep. It's it's the honest truth. I mean, what is the, what is the Bible? It's the Word of God. Exactly. <laughs> and... Emma, if you could pull up uh, John 1 1, I believe mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. John 1 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the water. Absolutely. <laughs> you want to repeat that again for me? <laughs> yes. John 1 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Yeah, you see that last part? The Word was God. Is God. They are the same. Mm -hmm. And saying that the word is not important is dismissing God. Every single thing that he's done. Mm -hmm. You know, and also it says the word became flesh. Mm -hmm. The word became Jesus and then died on that cross. So if you're dismissing that, then you are dismissing what Jesus did. Yep. And last time I checked, Jesus was the only way to get salvation. Mm -hmm. The only way to enter into heaven. I'd say that's pretty important. Right. And then also another thing to think about, if you're not getting your revelation from the Word, where are you getting it from? Yeah, that's a good question. Because the thing that you have to remember is that the Holy Spirit isn't the only Spirit. Mm-hmm. He's the only correct one that we should be listening to and following and the only one who is God. But there are other spirits, demonic spirits, <laughs> yeah. in the spiritual realm. And you need to be able to know which one you're talking to and which one is talking to you. Right. Because, like, the thing is, is, like, and I'm going to just testify just a little bit of even what happened in my household. Mm. You know, we, and I've told you this Mm -hmm. before, and I think this is when we just started becoming close friends. (laughs) It was, like, one of the first stories you told me, and I was like, what? (laughs) Okay. Okay. I mean, I believe you, but wow. I mean, we had... Um, a spirit that was not of God within our household. And he was messing with every single one of my siblings and mm-hmm. feeding lies. And every single one of them was close to suicidal because of it. Like, to my younger sister, he was telling her that she was worthless, that her family didn't love her, this and this and this. And to my other sister, saying the same thing. To my brother, feeding nightmares in his mind. God's not the only voice out there. Mm-mm. He's the only voice you should be listening to. But mm-hmm. it all came to a place where we just had to stand on the word and say, no, you have no place here for the Father's voice is the only voice that had place. And from there, it just left. You know, the fun thing is, is when you know that you have authority, you have the authority. Because you don't know what you have until you actually find out what you have and that's why it's important to read the bible that is so true and it actually says in first john 4 um it's first john 4 1 it says beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits whether they are of god because many false prophets have gone into the world that basically just shows that there are other voices out there and you need to be able to test it and know who you're talking to and the only way that you're going to be able to test it is by reading your Bible, because the Holy Spirit will never, ever go against God's Word. Exactly. It will never contradict the Word. Because they're they're one and the same. Exactly. You know, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. They call it the Trinity because it has three ends to it. It's 
all the same. It comes all together. You know, it doesn't say that this one's apart from this one and this one's apart from this one and this one's apart from this one. It's they are the same. So if you get something, you can take it to the word and know if it's sound. Mm -hmm. You know, one of our teachers um, told us a story about how he was ministering um, to this woman and she comes up to him and he goes, you know, God told me through the Holy Spirit that I was going to marry this preacher. And he goes, isn't he married? And she goes, yeah, but that's what he told me. That I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry And he just goes, no, you're not. Want to know why? Because on the word of God, it says, thou shalt not break covenant in marriage. <laughs> so um, that's not from God. Right. And he had to make herself, check herself, and go to the word. And she was, she was upset with him, but... What she was hearing was not God. It could have right. been her own flesh, and it could have been something trying to tear the pastor's marriage apart, mm -hmm. when you really think about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the enemy will throw lies at you, and the only way you can like come against those lies is by knowing the truth, and the only way you'll know the truth is by reading the word. Like, for example, a lot of time we believe a lot of lies about ourselves, that mm -hmm. we are not worthy, um, that we are worthless and... Other words, I'm not coming to my brain. Okay. But, but anyway, the point is, is that he was always lies about ourselves. <laughs> and we can go to God's word and we can find in there that it says, no, we are worthy because of what, of Je what Jesus has done. Mm -hmm. We are righteous in Christ Jesus. And we can come against the enemy and tell him, no, what you are saying is wrong. It's a lie. Mm -hmm. But you won't be able to come against him if you don't know that about yourself. Because the word is a spiritual mirror. And we know that we are perfect in our spirits. Once we become born again, our spirits become whole, perfect, sealed. But you can't see your spirit. And the only way exactly. that you're going to be able to see your spirit is by reading the word. By mm -hmm. reading your Bible. It says it all there. Right. And the thing is, and even I'm just thinking about this now, you know, it says if you want to know the Father, you look to the Son. Mm -hmm. Well, if you want to know who you are, you look to the word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's that it's that reflection. Mm -hmm. If you if you want to know, you look to the word because that's God telling you who you are, where you stand, and what you have. And if you're seeing in your life or you're hearing something that's not lining up with it, and that's not of God, and that's not for you. Mm -hmm. And then you can rebuke it and tell it to leave in the name of Jesus. Take authority mm -hmm. over that. Because so many people are just saying, "Oh well." Because this is what I see, then this must be what it's supposed to be. That's not it. There's a difference between facts and truth. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say this. Like, you go into the doctors and it says they take a x-ray they take or whatever they take. And they say, oh, well, you have cancer cells in your body. Well, that's a fact. That's an earthly fact. In that moment, you do have cancer cells. But the word says... That you are healed whole. And it says in 1 Peter 2, 24, Who himself bore your sins in his own body on that tree, that you, having died to sins, might live for righteousness by whose stripes were you healed. The word says that that cancer died at that cross. Mm -hmm. So the truth is, is that cancer does not have place, and it's dead and gone. Right. And you have the place to stand and say, Nope, you are dead and gone. You have no place. Who do you think you are? Because I know who I am. Because mm -hmm. I know the word of God. That's so true. And so many people struggle within this life because they don't know where they stand. Yeah. So many people base their reality off of fact and off of the natural, what they can see. Mm -hmm. But you will live a much more 
abundant life, much more prosperous life if you go and learn the truth mm-hmm. through reading the word. That because you know what it you know what it says the truth sets you free right like it's even in the court of law mm-hmm. and there's so many things within this world that just mimics what the Bible comes from because the Bible is the ultimate truth yeah so wherever we get our truth it's that but it says if you know the truth the truth shall set you free yeah. that's basic principle within court of law here and now mm-hmm. is that the absolute truth if you know the truth and you can present the truth. The truth will set that person free. Mm-hmm. The truth will set you free. Right. But the thing is, is if you think your truth is coming from things of this world, or who has dominion over this world right now? Not God. <laughs> Not God. <laughs> Not God. Because God has given us authority as people the moment he, Jesus went upon that cross. You know, he gave us authority in the garden and we gave it away to the enemy. Mm-hmm. He went it back from them and he gave it to us. Right. But now it's up to us to decide where we want to look towards, where we want to sow from. Because the sad thing is, is a lot of people in this world are not choosing God. Mm-hmm. They're choosing to give that power and say, well, you can take my life and use it how you want. But who are they giving it to? Because if right. it's not God, and you know we've talked about the analogy of where you're at on the fence. It's just like if you're not choosing God right here on this side and if you're on the fence where you're choosing the enemy in his mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. you know right and also another thing that i do want to point out i've even had people in my family say things where it's just a really good history book Mm-hmm. yeah i've heard that as well you know i've heard yeah. from my family i've heard it from friends and also like um i heard a lot of people say well how do you know that it's true exactly and the amazing thing is, is you know it's true by the fruit of it. You know it's true by how many prophecies have been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You know it's true by how many documentations that's come from it. Right. You know, you think of like Julius Caesar. How many documentations do we have of him? I'm not sure. Not a lot. Not a lot though. Not a lot. How yeah. many documentations do we have of the actual living Bible? A lot. So many. But yeah. yet people choose to believe that this person in time that was documented just a handful of times in history was real right compared to a word that has been documented so many times so many prophecies being fulfilled so many things that show that these people in this were real by so many different mm-hmm. cultures right yeah that's a, that's the thing it's like a lot of people will say well how do you know it's real but both the Bible, like the Bible proves itself, mm-hmm. and so do so many like external resources. And a really, really good um, book, and there's also now a movie to watch in terms of like proving that the Bible is real. It's called A Case for Christ. Mm-hmm. There's a book, and they turned it into a movie, and it just really, it's about this guy who goes on a mission. I think he, I think he's a reporter. I'm pretty sure he's a reporter. Maybe he's. I don't know, but he's some, like, really scholar-minded guy. Right. And he goes on this mission to disprove the Bible because he was not a believer. And so he was on this mission to disprove the Bible, and he could not do it. And he actually ended up becoming saved at the end of it because he could not disprove it. You know, it's such a fun thing to think about. I've heard so many stories of scholars Mm -hmm. who started off purely atheist, atheist, go into the Word of God, they cannot disprove the word. Right. When they come with actual sound reason. Mm-hmm. 
and it does never it never contra- contradicts itself if you have the wisdom to understand mm-hmm. and they end off being a firm believer mm-hmm. and you know i mean just a little side note but on on jesus you know there were 500 like i think there were more than 500 eyewitnesses of jesus like being real and even with him like dying and then being raised from the dead there were like more than 500 eyewitnesses of people who saw him die and saw him alive again three days later mm-hmm. that's a lot of eyewitnesses all agreeing yeah like in court of law i think they go off of like two two if you have two witnesses of what happened it can be proven exactly but if you have 500 witnesses Saying, I watched this man get mauled. And then he was alive again all of a sudden. Three days later. You can't you can't say anything about say that. that it's not real. <laughs> exactly. And the thing about even just it being a history book, yes, mm-hmm. there are really good teachings within that, but the thing is is like this is the living and breathing word of God. Right. I mean you know, it's I've, not just history, yeah. it's life. It's God's voice and what he wants to teach you. Now, the thing is, is within the Bible, um, there will be some things that is not directly God speaking. You know, like in Job. <laughs> yeah, there are history. There is history in it. Right. Like, it is, there is history recorded in that. And there are people who said things that weren't exactly true. But... It's in there for a reason exactly. for us to learn from it. Like, I think of, like, Job and what he went through. You know, he blamed God and he said, God gives and God takes away. Well, he didn't know that there was a devil. Yeah. So in his mind, all he could see is that God was giving and God didn't, God takes away. Mm-hmm. That was not it. Mm-hmm. It was the devil trying to steal everything from him. And God gave everything back. You know? But what God, I believe what God was trying to show us from this is that at the end of the day, when you stand on the word, when you stand in the Father, and you stand in this, He's there. Mm-hmm. And God always wins, and God always prevails. And we can learn from what He went through. Yeah, one of our teachers, um, like he said, everything in the Bible is true, but not everything said in the Bible is true. And you're mm-hmm. so right. Like Everything is in there for a reason. There is a purpose. There is a teaching lesson. And, but not everything said is true. So mm-hmm. you do have to go in with... And not everything a, that happened was moral. Right. And you so know? you do have to go in with, like, the right mindset. And, you know, the Holy Spirit is our teacher. So really lean on him to teach you and to show you because the word is alive. It is life. And it is active. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit does teach us through it. So... I think going in with the Holy Spirit's help and also going in with the lens of Jesus, looking mm-hmm. through Jesus, especially when you're reading the Old Testament. Yeah. And it will just, like, you'll look at it in a completely different way. Because mm-hmm. the thing you have to realize is that these people that are in the Bible, they have close relationship with God mm-hmm. and were led by God so much. They were still human. Yeah. You know, they did things that they were not supposed to do. 
They acted in things that they weren't supposed to do. You know, when people are like, well, why? Well, God says it's only, they're only supposed to have one wife. Why does this person have hundreds? They're not supposed to. Right. And also you got to remember that in the Old Testament, the people did not have the Holy Spirit. Jesus had not yet come and he had not yet gone. And the Holy Spirit hadn't come and filled this place yet. So they had a relationship with God. They did and they heard from him. But (laughs) it was more of like a a special anointing that would come on them or like some miraculous sign. Like they didn't have the Holy Spirit in them, guiding them, leading them, right. speaking to them all the time. It says that the Holy Spirit would come upon them and then, and then he would leave. leave descend. Mm-hmm. You know? And the thing is, is like God had to use what he could work with. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was really because once, like he gave right away his, like we said, he gave his authority onto man. Man gave it away. So now God's like, all right, well... I will take who is willing. And sometimes the people that were willing were not perfect men. Mm-hmm. And there is not a single, as close as you can get to godliness, you're not perfect. And you know that a lot proves that. Is there's not a single person that can get to heaven without Jesus. And that's the whole point of the law. That's a side note for y'all. Be blessed with that. <laughs> but it's just God had to use what he could. And it, he just had to use a willing heart. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was able to use. And a lot of those people were doing things that they were not supposed to be doing. But God said, you know, because you're giving me your heart to use, I can use you. And, you know, some people who were following perfectly within the law um, did not have that heart. Yeah. And God couldn't use them because they didn't give their heart to be used. Mm-hmm. But God could use these people. God could use these quote-unquote sinners that weren't following the law because they were making themselves usable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's the difference. It's like when people are just like, why, how could God use me when this person over here has it all together? Well, that person's not giving their heart. Mm-hmm. Do you have a heart to give? And also on, on that note of um, having everything together, no one has it all together. Exactly. <laughs> like it might look like it, but trust me, they don't. I often got told that, like, people's first impression of me, especially, like, a couple of years ago, well, like, a year ago, when I first moved out here, was that <laughs> I look like I had my life together. I did not. Mine was honestly kind of falling apart. I was really, really sick and a mess. But apparently, I looked like I had my life together. Yeah, I thought and, that. And my heart was closed to God in certain areas. And it took a lot of healing and him to open it so that I could be more usable. But yeah, it looked like I was together. I was not. Right. And I so. want to say, like, even, like, right now, for me, you know, I thought, like, well, I've been better than I've ever been. I've been in more peace than I've ever been because I have. Oh. You know, I came in here so destroyed mm-hmm. and meaning so many things rearranged in my heart and I'm enough to admit that. I came to a place and was like, God, I've just been giving every single area to you. But I'm like, I don't know if there's another area. And turns out there is. <laughs> and there always yeah. is. And if you're not humble enough to admit that there's something that you continually need to give to God, mm-hmm. you know nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the thing. Because there's exactly. always something. Exactly. There- and either humble yourself or you will be humbled at it's- some point. Yes. So I choose to humble myself rather than to be... Humbled. Ridley humbled. <laughs> because it, it goes so much smoother when you can just say, well, 
I'm an I, imperfect person. I'm an imperfect person, but I'm willing to learn and mm-hmm. willing to change. Mm-hmm. And that's the heart posture God wants. Mm-hmm. And also another thing that I do want to point out um, is in the importance of why you should know things. Because <laughs> yeah. people also have this perspective. And why do you have to keep learning? Right. Because people have this perspective of, um, I don't need to, you know... Um, I'm living this life, and I can just be content with where I'm at. You know, God wants better for you mm-hmm. than where you're at. Right. Because, like, the thing is, is, you know, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at that part. How does your soul prosper? Because it's a comparison. You know, it's not just saying, well, God's saying, I want you to prosper, so I am going to split apart this and this and this and this and this and this and this just for you you know he says it's a comparison is if you want to prosper and i want you to prosper your soul needs to prosper but he wants your soul to prosper so you can prosper that's how does your soul prosper your soul prospers by knowing Mm -hmm. you know it says you go right away into proverbs the whole point of proverbs and what it talks on is the importance of knowing and the importance of learning, the importance of growing, because that impacts your soul. That impacts your heart. Right. And your soul will impact your life mm-hmm. and what comes out of you, the fruit that comes out. Is it going to be good fruit or is it going to be bad fruit? Right. It's also really important to know and to keep learning because it is the defense against the enemy. Mm-hmm. Because he will come at you with, like we've been discussing, he will come at you with lies. And the only way that you can swap them right back at him is by knowing the truth. And, I mean, like you mentioned the book of Proverbs, and it says in Proverbs 1-7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. To despise the instruction of the word is foolish. For two reasons, as we just said, defense against the enemy. You will be defenseless if you do not know how to... if you do not know the truth. And also... So that your soul can prosper. Because once you know who you are, and then you can begin to align yourself with what the word says, and then you can begin walking in it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll start to see that good fruit. Because it's the truth. Like you said, you'll be walking in it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to prosper if you just stand there. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people uh, in ministry, you get a whole new perspective on how people expect God to move. That's just, God, make it rain from the sky. Your abundance in this and this and this and this. And he says, no, I bless the work of your hands and what right. you sow. Because the thing is, is we do have dominion on this earth and it takes willingness. And, you know, if you're relying on miracles, what you also have to rely on is, well, how is God going to get that money to you? Mm-hmm. Because I had a coworker who made such a good point. Because I had someone come in with a testimony about how they were needing rent money and all of a sudden they had $700 in their pocket. And I was like, well, praise God. He was like, Sutton, that money didn't pop out of nowhere. That money has um, barcodes. That money has like input. That money is like scripted into the United States currency. Where did that money come from? Mm-hmm. It came from someone who was willing to give it away. Right. So it's like you can depend on miracles, but God doesn't want you on miracles. He wants you in the blessings. Mm-hmm. How do you get into the blessing of the Lord? You learn in how to walk in it, like you said. You learn in how to um, apply biblical principles to your life to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to put... I, I like this analogy, but you, you have to put the boat in motion and let God steer it. Ah. So you've got to be the engine. You've got to get it started and then let God guide 
and direct you. Be the navigator. Mm-hmm. I like that analogy. That's a really good analogy. <laughs> but the it all just comes back to the simple question is, well, how do you get that knowledge? It's by the word of God. The word of God, opening up your Bible and reading it. Mm-hmm. So um, to basically answer this question, is the Bible important? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's very important. It's very important. It's still alive. It's still active. And God gave it to us for a reason. So go read it. <laughs> Amen. And when you really do think about it, how much it must have been such an importance on God to have so many people throughout the entire history of his truth and his word come together, write it all down, organize it into a place and a font, into scripture that it can be mass produced, it can be given to the world. How much time, how much dedication, how many hearts he had to reach to put it all together. Mm -hmm. Very true. Now, God would not have put that much effort into something that that was was not important. Yeah, that had little significance. It's very true. So, yeah. And um, on that note, I think that's pretty much all that we have for you guys tonight. Um, I think so too. Yeah. But I really just encourage you all just to really take what we said and give it and bring it to God. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're not your Holy Spirit no. and we're not your Bible. Right. So get into your Bible, get into the Word, take it to God and know what's truth. Definitely. Test the spirits. <laughs> and even if it's testing us, Test us, bring Test it to us. God. Because we're Please not do. God. But let God speak to you. Yeah. And if he's speaking to you through something that we said, let him speak to you. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a blessed well, rest I'll of your day. Close it out real quick. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I'm going to do. That's not how I'm going to do it. Okay. Oh, gosh, now I lost it. And that concludes this episode thank you guys so much for listening we really really hope that you guys enjoyed um definitely be sure to follow us on instagram it's at the rise podcast to keep up to date with when a new episode goes live and all of the other updates that we might have for you guys as well as some behind the scenes and all that fun stuff we also do have a newsletter it's currently on hold to be honest i haven't worked on it in a little bit but i'm just revamping it and reworking on a few things so it will be back out shortly it always has the recap of the episode as well as links scripture references all of that good stuff so make sure to sign up to that if you want it delivered straight to your inbox it will be back shortly and that's pretty much all that i have to say for tonight amen well you all have a blessed rest of your day night whenever you're watching this Know that you're blessed and be blessed. And we will talk to you guys in our next episode. (laughs) Bye. Bye.